We believe technology is at its very best when it's invisible. We use their technology to strengthen our planet. But at their sacrifice, we found the technology to build a stronger and safer Earth. Because our survival is only possible when we stand together. A lot of these technologies consume a fair amount of power. One of the biggest breakthroughs is its next-generation wireless technology. It's a technology used by high-end DSLRs. It's the best way to do fast autofocus. And they can focus almost twice as fast for the previous generation. Unbelievable technologies. Geek Alert. More talk tech next. This is Circle of Life from the Lion King soundtrack. Welcome to the tech side of life once again. My name is Femi Gritterheit. Welcome to Talk Tech. Now today I'll be doing something different because a little bit of what Talk Tech stands for is able to educate you on some things that you need to know and uh, give directive on the things that you need to do to remain in the technologically advanced world. We're moving to world of AI. We're moving to world of automation. And one of the things that we set out to do on Talk Tech is to educate you both online, offline. Online on the radio, terrestrial, online on the live stream, online on the podcast, offline through our training programs. So um, those are the things that we are called out to do on Talk Tech, and we're trying our best to give you the best as well in in, in terms of technology. This is Femi Greater Heights, and this is Talk Tech. I'll be right back. Now, um, there's something I'm going to do on the show today. Uh, I was supposed to combine what I'm going to do today and next week, but I think I'm just going to split it uh, so I don't give you a whole load of information and you're trying to grasp one or two information from what I'm going to say. Now, there are some basic things you need to know when it comes to your home. What I'm going to say are the things that relates with science and tech in your home alone. The first on my list of the things you should be conscious about in your home is this. Now, I'm going to give an introduction before I tell you what I'm going to say. Now, transformers are rated in KVA. Transformers are rated in KVA. The V and the A is voltage and current. Now, those are the things that make up the capacity of the transformer based on the loads that are going to be on the transformer. Now, if a transformer is to be put in a rural environment, the, the calculation, the type of transformer, the size of the transformer matters and it differs from when you are setting up a transformer for a locality in the urban sector or in the urban region. Now, what do I mean? God keep blessing those in the city. Yeah, and they keep buying more gadgets. They keep buying more devices. Unlike those in the rural areas, I'm not saying they don't love gadgets. But they are not gadget to gadget freak like us in the urban setting. Now, if you are looking at setting up or putting a transformer in a street that has 70 houses, you need to calculate the expected uh, load from each of the houses. Some people try to guess and other times um members of or staff of bdc try as much as possible to do 
load calculation based on each house. But it comes to a time that when a new transformer is coming to a particular street, there are still bushes in the street, we have few houses. Now, they would expect that, okay, how many houses should be on the street? Let us give our calculation 70 houses. So they've given expansion for the areas that do not have, um, that, that, that have not been built yet, like the bushes and all of that. Now, what now happens eventually? Houses become 50, houses become 60, houses become 70, houses now going to 80, tenants, more tenants, people are building high-rise buildings, having more flats, having more. So there will be a time that the load capacity of a transformer will become smaller than the houses that are on the transformer. Now on the street, you can see some houses with, uh, people will say, full current. Yeah, some, some, some places have full voltage, some other places have low voltage. Why? Because it's just like feeding a pipe. You are putting water through a pipe. The first person will draw from the water, second person draws from the water, third person draws from the water. Now, who is going to suffer it at the end of the day is the person at the tail end of the pipe. So eventually, on the street, you're going to find some people at the tail end that have low voltage and those are the forefront uh, closer to the transformer having uh, full voltage they have their light is all bright and rosy and it begs the question why those on the streets not come together and say we need a bigger capacity of transformer most times people don't want to talk about that they just want to say ah our transformer don't break down our transformer don't break down no something happened no and when the load becomes too much it trips off some of the fuse on the transformer and you'll be out of light now this gadget is very important for those of you that are at the tail end of the transformer it is called a voltage stabilizer some people want to just make it funky and say it is a uh, automatic voltage stabilizer anyone you call it either a voltage stabilizer or an automatic voltage stabilizer the whole essence of the stabilizer is to what is to take what is coming in or what's being fed to it and now give you a nominal value something that is more normal to your equipment so i'm trying not to make it more technical now imagine I take something small because the transformer in your stabilizer, they are step-up transformer. Step-up means I take what is small and I make it big. So that is the baseline explanation of a stabilizer. So you take something small, usually some stabilizers are rated between 100 up to 260. So if the current, if the voltage falls within 100, it's going to work, it's going to take the 100 and it's going to make it 220 or 230 as the case may be. Now, some others are rated 91. Like for example, if you have your century stabilizers, most of them are rated 100 to 260. Now, if you are using thermocool, some of them are rated from 91 volts to 279. So you are the one that are going, you are going to to make your choice based on the products that you like. There are other brands of stabilizers out there, but the rating of the stabilizer I'm talking about right now is the 5,000 watts. The 5,000 watts or the 5,000 VA. Because um, power, is a, a power is a combination of current and voltage. P is equal to IV. So I can say 5,000 VA or I can always say 5,000 watts. But if you want to go and buy it in the shops, I would prefer you say 5,000 watts because they will understand the W. The W means watts. So it is a good practice, even if your voltage is not low, it is a good practice to have a 5,000 watts uh, installed in yours. And when I'm saying 5,000 watts, I'm saying instead of having 2,000 for your refrigerator, another 5,000 for something else, another 1,000 for your TV. Why not have 5,000 that will just take your entire equipment? So from your circuit breaker, you are going to feed the, the, the voltage into your stabilizer. So everything that is coming from BEDC, 
is first of all stabilized before entering your house. So usually it could be at closer to your meter or it could be inside of your house. It could be at the corridor. Then the one that is coming out can go to maybe a secondary distribution board or it could go directly to your equipment. It depends on you. But try as much as possible to have a stabilizer because currently we are not saying it is the fault of anybody but anything can happen to your voltage at any time it could be high it could be low so you need to have at least some voltage protective devices one of it is the stabilizers i also have another one but uh, there is stabilizer and there's regulator i don't want to come between the two there's a slight similarity and a slight difference between a stabilizer and a regulator so voltage stabilizer voltage regulator there's just a slight difference i'm not going to go into it today but what you need in your house is to have that now people are of this opinion that can a 5000 watt power my ac and my refrigerator now most people will suggest that you don't even if the stabilizer if your 5000 watts can carry your ac that's your air conditioning unit and uh, your refrigerator it's usually advised not to but some of you that are already doing it this is what you should do you equip your TVs and everything, they are both connected to the same 5000 watt. The same 5000 watt is feeding your AC and feeding your fridge at the same time. This is what you should keep in mind. There is a surge voltage drawn or from your AC and there is a surge voltage drawn from your refrigerator. Now it will be really bad if both your AC and your refrigerator are drawing voltage at the same time which is why a lot of electrical persons will tell you it's better to separate them let your refrigerator have its own stabilizer then the 5000 can feed your ac and other equipment or other appliances in your house now but if the two would be on your 5000 watts i'll suggest you put maybe a timer delay on that of your um, refrigerator so that they don't peak at the same time when your AC peak it balances first then your fridge can peak later on if the two of them peak at the same time it could stress your stabilizer so it is important for you to note some of those things and if you'll be using your microwave on that same stabilizer you can turn off the AC leave the refrigerator and use the microwave as well or you can turn both the AC to be out of the doubt range, turn off your AC, turn off your refrigerator, then use your microwave. Then when you are done, you can turn on your AC first, let your AC pick up. And when I mean AC, preferably I will say one horsepower. If you're having two horsepower, I will say no, no, no. Let it have its own 5000 watt. But if you are using a one horsepower, I still will say yes to having your AC and your refrigerator on a 5000 watt. I have seen it work, but usually when they peak at the same time, it stresses your stabilizer. Now, the second thing you should know is your house should also have what we call a surge suppressor. Now, a lot of people call it surge suppressor it could be called a surge suppressor, it could be called a spike suppressor, it could be called a surge protector, or it could be called a surge diverter. They are all grammar, but what is a surge protector? It's an appliance or a device that is designed to protect your electrical devices from voltage spike or power spike. Now, what does this mean? There are times that there will be power, there will be power spike or voltage spike Usually it's during lightning, lightning strikes, but it rarely happens during lightning. But we can't rule out the fact that it could also happen during lightning strikes. Now, power outage can cause a surge spike, a, a voltage spike, a trip circuit breaker or a short circuit in your house can make voltage spike go through your devices. And some devices are very sensitive. 
That is why you should have a surge suppressor or a surge protector. Some people want to have their surge for television, then they have a separate surge for a refrigerator, they have a separate surge for AC, but you can get a central surge for your house. So it's instead of just buying one one surge for each of your appliance, just like the stabilizer, you can buy a central surge suppressor that would help prevent voltage spike. So these are the things you should have in your house, equipment, uh, appliance in your house. I would suggest that as you are considering buying something expensive, also put in mind of buying something not too expensive to protect that thing that is expensive. My name is Femi Greater Heights. This is Talk Tech. Now, I've been talking about some of the cool stuff you should know when setting up your apartment for those of you moving to a new house or some of you trying to change the gadgets in your apartment, in your house, in your offices, in your homes. Some of these things you should know. Now, the next on my list is, <laughs> is a smart TV. Now, people will say smart TV. Some people will say Android TV. But make sure you have a smart TV. The world is changing. We are all leaving the big box back. Some people we have even left the first generation flat screen TV. Some people are now buying curved screen TVs. Some people are buying 4K resolution TVs and even 8K resolution TVs. But try as much as possible in this present time to have a smart TV. That way, the television does not become something boring without movies. You can plug your laptop to your TV. You can do a Chromecast to your from your phone to your TV. Watch what is on your phone. Watch it on your TV. And so on and so forth. Try as much as possible to get a smart TV. We know it's quite expensive. Like me, I think I'm a fan of the 4K resolution. Try and get a smart TV. Even if it's a full HD or... A UHD or an HD TV but just get something smart not something you just plug your antenna and you're, you that's the only thing you can do you can only see TV change the station you can always do some cool stuff on your TV if your TV comes with an Android box no problem you would enjoy some other streaming services as well Now, next on my list is what we call a TV box. Some people call it a TV box. That is what it's being called now. Some people have even made it modernized. Like Xiaomi now has the Xiaomi Mi Box S. We have the NVIDIA, Nvidia Shield TV. We have the Amazon Fire. We have um, some, some other products that are really cool. But in the past, they were mostly known as set-top box, that's STB, or set-top unit, <laughs> sorry. So it's either called the STU, which is set-top unit, or called STB, which is called set-top box. Now you'll be asking that I have not seen a set-top box before. Your regular decoder in your house, either your TSTV, you have your GoTV, you have your DSTV, all those decoders are called set top box but they have been made to only receive signal from only dstv so you can't use it with other service that is why you just say oh this is my decoder only known for dstv so you can take a dstv decoder and use for start times or like that like that so each services started having their own set box but the good news is since 2018 to 2019 and forever sets uh TV boxes are now coming out with inbuilt internet. It can receive your 4G or your 5G 
it has you can install games on it especially for the android uh tv boxes you can play games on it some already are adding cloud gaming services to their set box or to their tv box very small very portable you can connect to your tv and some of them support 4k resolution so you can enjoy you don't even need to buy a dvd anymore we are getting to the realm where dvds are becoming useless yes every technology came to steal the glory of the previous so there was a time that we had diskettes then cd came to steal the glory of diskettes dvd blu-ray dvd came blu-ray came now dvd is going out of fashion because no one wants to go to the market and buy dvd anymore everyone wants to download their movies put in the flash plug it to their tv and what see the movie someone like me i have one terabyte and you load all your movies plug it to the back of your tv you have movies on the go so times are changing your home needs to change as well so get some new gadgets get a tv box you could get nvidia tv shield you could get the xiaomi mi box x you could get the amazon fire you could get uh, the apple tv whatever tv box you want to get is very cool you could watch hulu you could watch hbo you could watch netflix you could install android apps uh, directly from play store and play games on your tv some of them come with consoles for you to play game so we are also getting to that realm where ps4 ps3 or whatever ps that you know is coming to an end because we are going towards the cloud gaming and each cloud gaming service want to put it into the tv box so very soon every house will not have a ps anymore maybe ps3 ps4 ps5 or whatever xbox you want to have most people will not be having tv box with just game pads you could watch tv stream browse uh, connect your phone to your tv play game as well install apps what do you want again what do you want so technology is changing and i felt i should bring some of this uh, latest trends to you maybe you can in, in uh, include it in your budget for 2019 buy some smart devices for your home and now since i'm doing for homes alone remember i'm doing the talking today i i said i was going to educate you guys and i'm going to bring technology the latest technology to the forefront of your house. Now, the next on my list is Bluetooth devices, Bluetooth speakers, Bluetooth sound system. Like I said, when DVD fades out, a lot of people will just be buying only speakers. Why? Because I don't need the DVD unit anymore. I only need speakers. Now, a lot of companies are now saying that, oh, how can we bridge between the old and the new? Some speakers are now coming as Bluetooth and wireless speakers. Some speakers connect through Wi-Fi, others connect through Bluetooth. Do you know why I love Bluetooth speakers? Because you don't have to buy wires. You get your sitting room is very neat. You hang your Bluetooth somewhere, your Bluetooth somewhere, and they are all connected simultaneously to your TV box or to your TV. That way, when somebody gets into your apartment, they don't see wires rounding everywhere. You have one cable coming from DVD, coming from CD, coming from the speakers, like that, like that. It saves you space and it makes your sitting room neat. It makes your, 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 your conference room, your reception, it makes it very neat. So try as much as possible to invest in Bluetooth speakers. Some of the TV boxes now allows you to connect up to five to six devices simultaneously to it. So... You could have one speaker connected to it, another speaker connected to it. You can have your Alexa connected to it. You could have your Echo device connected to it, and you enjoy your speaker. When people come into your house, they'll be like, where is the speaker coming from? They can't see wires, but then they don't know that you're already ahead. Okay, now moving straight to another thing, another cool stuff you should have in your house is something that everyone... We don't really make emphasis to this because... Everybody wants to do what they like. And why am I saying this? I'm saying this because the next on my list is energy saver bulbs. Energy saver bulbs. 
Now, some people don't know that not all light is good for your eyes and not all brightness is good for your eyes. In the past, people buy incandescent bulbs, which is the yellow one that we're still using now. But apart from provision of heat, if you are the type of person that you have old parents and they love to keep warm, you can buy them, you can buy their rooms incandescent bulbs because they produce heat. These are the kind of bulbs you also use in your poultry for your, I think, a day old chick or five day old chick like that, like that, to get warm as well. But in terms of energy saving, these bulbs do not fall in that category because they consume a lot. They consume a lot of energy. That is why when you touch the yellow bulb, it's going to burn your fingers. It's going to, you have to use a, an handkerchief to remove the bulb. So it is very important to know the type of bulb that is good for your eyes. Me, for example, I am not a fan of yellow bulbs because it is really not cool for my eyes. I'm a fan of the white um, energy saving bulbs or halogen type of, of lights. So you need to also understand that the brightness of light in the room is different from the brightness of light in the sitting room, in the kitchen, in the bathroom, or outside. Some people just buy 60 watts. They put 60 watts in the sitting room, 60 watts in the kitchen, 60 watts outside. Even as perimeter lightning, that security light, some people still put 60 watts. Abba! Did they use 60 watts to do you people? Anywhere you go, you're like, give me 60 watt bulb. They don't even know why they are buying 60 watts. So, but I'm going to educate you. Now, each of the room has different brightness. Like me, if I wake up in my house, I don't think I want to wake up with too much bright light in my eyes. So if you are the type that you live in a small room, you know, brightness also depends on the size of the room. There's the regular size room. There's the, I think there's the three ceiling by three ceiling. There's a six ceiling by something. They do that measurement like that. So they know how big the rooms are. If you are staying in a house, I want to give it based on lumen, so I was, I was trying to see how I can explain it. Now, a lumen is the unit of measuring the brightness of a light. So if, you're, if you have a kitchen, your 60 watts bulb in your house is equivalent to 800 lumen. Now I'm doing this calculation based on both your incandescent lights, which is the yellow ones that you know, and the white lights. So for your kitchen, you might want to use something, say, 5,000 to 10,000 total of lumen. Now, how does this calculation work? Now, uh, 5,000 or 10,000 lumen is calculated like this. 60 watts is equivalent to 800 lumen. For your kitchen, if you are buying the white bulb, you should be having like 20 watts. Why? Because your kitchen is a very sensitive part and you want to see where the knife is, you want to see where the plates are, you want to see where the, 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 the pots are. You want to see the ground. You want to know what is crawling on the ground. It is advisable to have high lumen in your kitchen uh, compared to your room so that you can see everything and see, be able to touch one thing at a time. So 50 watts won't be bad for your kitchen. So that I'm talking about the LED lights, so the LED or the energy saver bulbs. 50 won't be bad. Or if you can buy 150, that's one bulb that is 50, you can buy 26 watts on one end of the kitchen, then buy another 26 watts. You know, 26 plus 26 is equivalent to what? 52. Yeah. So you can combine bulbs to make a total. Now, um, moving straight to your room, what brightness is good for your room? A total of 2,000 is good for your room, just 2,000. So if you get between 18 to 26 watts single, it is good for your room. Now, if you are the type that you love bright lights, I'll say stick with 26 or something that falls within 26 and 30. If you are the type that love to wake up with less light on your eyes, buy 18. So that will be good for your eyes. Now, if you want to light up your living room, that's your city room, 3,000 won't be bad based on the size of your city room. 3,000 lumen means you can buy, you can use the same thing for your kitchen 
for your sitting room like i said depends on the size of your sitting room some people's sitting room is like field they will still divide it into two one one of the division is bigger than somebody's parlor again so uh so if you're that type that kind of lumen will work for you then if you are doing outside lighting if you are trying to light outside for security there is nothing bad if you have something bigger if you have something say 150 watts you get maybe facing one direction 150 watts facing another direction another 50 watts you can do 50 50 50 to ensure that there is no shadow in your compound so not that you put light in one place and somebody passes through the shadow you can't see the person so you can put 50 50 50 somewhere and make sure there's cancellation of shadows so i'll be right back My name is Femi Greater Heights. This is Talk Tech. Now, the next thing on my list is um, this is not really important, but if you have a family, it is cool. These three items is cool for your house. Number one, a clinical thermometer. You could get a digital one as well. By that time, you should know the standard temperature of a of a normal human being. So, if your child wakes up at night, is running temperature, you can put the thermometer in his mouth or in the armpit region and check the temperature of your child. Usually some families have uh, family doctors. So let us say something happens at 11 and you call your doctor, 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 my child is running temperature. And the doctor say, do you know the temperature of the child? To put your doctor's mind at ease, you should know some of those basic things. You should have them in your house. A thermometer to measure temperature for your child. Then another thing is you could have a blood pressure monitor. You know those ones, there's a new generation type of blood pressure. You just fold on your hands, it is digital. Then you press a button, it pumps your hand and reads your, um, I think it's a diastole and systole. I've actually forgotten the heart. But I think it's the diastole reading and the systole reading. So it will give you something something over something something. I think 115 over 60 or something. You get I, I don't know the exact. So let me not go and give a blood pressure that is for another animal for humans. So have a blood pressure monitor. You could you could give this as a birthday gift to your parents. Let them be able to check their blood pressure per time. You can write it in a paper. Mommy, this is your regular one. This is the normal human being. This is the number. If it's going to this number, you know your blood pressure is going low. If it is going to this number, your blood pressure is going high. You can make a calendar in the house. So when they do their blood pressure, they check the calendar. Oh, ah, my son, <laughs> I'm still normal. I'm still okay. Uh-huh. So you could have that as a gift to your parents. You could have that. And even young people say they get high blood pressure and low blood pressure. So you can have that for yourself too. Some people are 20 and they have high blood pressure. No, no, life is very simple anyway. Another thing you should have in your house is your weight scale, either the analog or the digital. Weight scale. Stand on the on the weight and you can check your weights. Now you should have those three things in your house. Then um, if you are the type that you are picky about people coming to your house or not, you can have a CCTV and an alarm system. So they will tell you when somebody passes through the camera and most of them are now smart because the old alarm systems will tell you when a goat pass because motion is motion if goat pass it will tell you if human pass it will tell you if dog pass so a lot of people now started making smarter alarm systems smarter cctv systems that can monitor just the motion of a human being you get they are going to have a special kind of ai to know when a human pass or a goat pass so you could have that installed in your house now, for this raining season, it won't be bad for you to have lightning arrestor. I've made a special podcast on lightning arrestor and etting system. So you can go on my podcast channel, www.anchor.fm 
forward slash talk tech. I have made a special podcast for lightning arrestor and etting. If you know your area is prone to lightning this period, please and um, please uh, make sure you know. Now, if you go to a, a particular environment, everybody wants to ask, is there is it water running? Is there tiles? Is there light? Those are the three things that anybody asks most of the time. Now, why don't you ask, is there flooding? If there's rainfall, is the compound flooded? If there's rainfall, is the roof leaking? If there's rain, is there thunder? Is there lightning in this particular area? Does it destroy stuff? You get, when you get to a house, do they have a prepaid meter or an analog meter or they don't even have meter at all? Maybe they're hanging wire somewhere. You get, ask some of these salient questions you get when you want to get a house. Then also you can ask too, did they two rob for the compound security, security concern? You get, so it's not bad to ask a lot of questions when you get to the streets. Ask about the streets. How is this street like during the night? Is there a street light for the streets when you are going moving at night or everywhere in the street is bush 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 and everywhere is dark and people are coming from the bush ask some questions this is not part of tech anyway but you should be tech conscious then security conscious it is important My name is Femi Greater Heights. This is Talk Tech. Now, I've been talking about some of the cool stuff you should know when setting up your apartment for those of you moving to a new house or some of you trying to change the gadgets in your apartment, in your house, in your offices, in your homes. Some of these things you should know. Now, one of another thing that I feel a lot of people misuse in their house is called extension box. A round of applause for yourself extension box has been really abused like it's one of the most abused thing in nigeria one of the most abused electrical appliances or device in nigeria now this is it if you want to get an extension box or a power strip plug uh multiple sockets plug or uh, sockets whatever you want to call it call it extension box now it is important to note the load you want to use before you buy an extension box number one the load will affect the kind of material it should be made of then i will always advise you that do not do the two mouth plug extension box put it at the back of your mind that some equipment some houses run at so imagine Everyone in Nigeria still believes, or most people in Nigeria still believe that the earth is useless. Like that yellow wire that is attached to every wire, every socket is useless. Please, the earthing wire is not useless. It's a real long. The earthing wire is not useless. Two, the earthing wire is not useless. Three, so if you have sockets that have both life, neutra, and earth, don't buy two plug extension buy three the ones that really have the third one because some people will be using like for example your refrigerator comes with earth wire for example it has the red it has the blue and it has the yellow so some people will remove the yellow why would why would you remove the yellow the yellow is to protect the equipment and protect you so try as much as possible to get an extension box with three pin, like up, left, and right. Three pin that enters your socket, and ensure that your house have ets. You know I've talked about ets already. Now, if you buy those three fifty extension box, you now want to plug iron at the same time. 
some of these extension box you buy 150 250 they come with flexible wires sometimes and sometimes they cannot power a certain load if you plug a certain load because of the flexibility of the wire and the current rating of that particular wire the number of the amount of current the wire can take your extension will melt it will burn most of the time we charge you for your stupidity it's not like as if what you what is spot in your house is big you understand most of the time we are being charged for either our stupidity or our ignorance if you fall on ignorance it's not too bad but if you fall on the stupidity range it means that you knew that this is a safety hazard and you went ahead and you did it like god will protect you you did it and the light shock you and you did it so that is the stupidity domain and there's the ignorance domain like you don't know at all you don't know at all and you don't want to you don't even care electrical stuff if it comes to electrical it's not me it comes to electrical it's not me you have tv electrical you have iron electrical you have blender everything you have is electrical and you say you don't care why so not the extension boxes you buy ensure you check the power rating i don't know if i'm going to have another segment to treat extension box this has been grossly abused some people will buy i remember when we were students we'll buy regular extension box open it now go and take maybe a 1.5 mm or a 2.2 mm then run the entire extension box over again then we'll now use hot plates on it that one i would say i would say is not stupidity i would say it's not ignorance we're just smart you get but then buy extension box based on the equipment you want to use on it ask questions have a professional electrical person that doesn't just carry screwdriver up and down but can teach you some of these things you need to know to save your life some people die at the space of one second because they do not know they do not know and they do not care and they, uh, they do not care to know they don't want to know me very more if it's electrical my hand is out and something is burning somewhere you don't know where to switch off the the main fuse you don't know where to switch off and you allow your house to burn you know some people would see a fire burning or a, 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 a wire melting and they don't know the central control of the house now there's an advantage of having central control inside the house and there's an advantage having it outside a lot of people don't have central control outside because anyone that wants to come and steal for example already has control over your fuse or over your circuit breaker or over your changeover so they just change it first and lock you out for example i'll prefer my central control to be outside then i will have a secondary control inside so if something is happening inside i can go outside and switch off the mains it is very important that you know some of those things please do not take it for granted do not take it for granted make sure you know where the central control of your house is if there's a fire incident that has to do with electrical go and turn it off don't run and leave the house you run and leave the house and everything burn and you start crying government to uh, people tie up and throw the wrap on the ground government to but you know what to do but you sometimes some people don't know that's why this program is here to teach you now um what other things you have on my list that you need to know is the doorbell doorbell is very small and very insignificant but it is very good do you know why because most people, when they knock on their gate, they'll say, Tani, eh? Tani, who is that? Who is that? If now you, they can't find. You don't announce yourself already. If now you, they can't find. You have, now you have cast yourself. You have, you, have, you have streamed yourself to the internet. You're not outside. So if somebody is knocking on your gate, try, let them use the doorbell. Sometimes, I remember when they grew up, you get one phone with all these gates. As it's in your ring, you all come pick up from inside house. The person will come answer. It's me. Hello. How are you? You get you come open the gate. But now people don't do doorbell anymore. So people will carry stone and knock the gate. And if your house is very far from the gate, imagine thinking that you heard a knock and you come out. But sometimes we know say that they mis misuse doorbell. Some people will just come for nothing. They'll just come and ring it. When it's not phone, they just press it. Green, green, green. You come to the gate. Ah, ma. ma. <laughs> Go and, go, and, go and greet your family members. Go and greet your family members. 
you come and use doorbell anyhow. So, but then you should have doorbell. It makes it all cool. You may, you get people no good just stress themselves. They reach your gate. So people have nice knuckles, like lion. I like, have nice knuckles. Like me now, my my knuckle is still it's not black. And now knock your gate, knock your gate, knock your gate. After I don't knock for one means you now come. I did not hear anything. You will not hear. You will not hear. You will not hear anything. So those are some of the things that you need to have in your house that are electrical in nature, device in nature. Um, I'm not saying you should not have some other cool gadgets. You could have them. But uh, some things that makes it smart, you could have some of these new devices that are coming out, like the Philips U light. There's this new light bulb that has been released by Philips, and it is called the Philips U light. It is wireless. That means you can plug your light and control the light using the Bluetooth of your phone. So you don't have to be running to the switch to turn off the light. Just connect the light bulb to your phone and use your phone to turn off the light. Now, they did it in such a way that the range is short so that somebody from outside would not connect to the Bluetooth of your light and turn off your light from outside. So the range is very short. You are, you are in the sitting room, just press your phone, connect to your bulb and turn off your bulb, turn it on, like that, like that, like that. So some of those are some of the cool gadgets that you could look into and try to get for yourself. So, John, do you have a question or you want to make a contribution? Yeah, um, um, I want to ask about the box you talked about. Okay, the TV box. Yes, can they be used in lieu of a decoder? Can you connect the two together? For now, that is why we are actually advising the decoder guys to start looking at TV boxes. Because currently, the TV box only allows you to stream online services like Netflix, like Hulu, like HBO, like YouTube, and all of that. Oh, okay. So, but I believe that very soon, guys like DSTV and all of that, they should start looking at having that functionality included to their decoder. All right. Thank you very much. much. You're welcome. Now, for now, you you have to have your decoder and uh, you have to have your TV box. Why? Because your decoder is set is specific to only the services provided by DSTV, GoTV, TSTV, Star Times, and Co. But your TV box gives you access to online streaming service. Although we know it's going to take a little bit of data, but that is the future we are getting to. A future where everything will become streaming everybody is going to the streaming service one day one day if the decoder guys don't look into such technologies like DVD is phasing out they may likely phase out as well I promise to make tech very very easy and I tried not to give you DYDX or something like that I made it very very easy for you guys now I, I think a lot of people should switch from using the hunchback uh, cathode ray tube TVs and just get flat screen TV no if you cannot get a 4k no, it's really so, no, no you can if you cannot get a 4k resolution TV you get you can still get a 30 to 40 inch regular flat screen TV which is HD is around that 50,000 to 60,000 mm. era so you can get that as well well, I, f- I I still just feel like TVs are expensive, man. Like, and then I uh, recently there was this thing on Twitter I was seeing. Um, some people were putting up the, uh, pictures of their flat screen that was getting spoiled. You know, it had all these lines on the screen, and you know, somebody put it, put his own up. It went totally blank after all the lines, and then somebody put their own up as well. And then they were saying it was it's expensive to replace um, the screens, yeah, it, and it, you know, it sometimes is not just the screen. Sometimes is the module. We have the display module different. We have the power pack module different. When I was repairing TVs in the days of the first flat screen TV, the power pack module is about 25k. Oh. Then we now have the video module. So what they are doing now is that they are making it module by module. So if a module is bad, most of the time they are made on double soldered layers uh, okay. kind of panel. So you cannot give it to your roadside. Uh, electronic so that's why you I have said, to take it to yeah if the roadside electricians don't upgrade in the next coming years of future technologies they won't be able to repair anymore mm-hmm. so you have to go and buy each of the module now another thing is that if you're using a flat screen tv i've talked about protective devices have surge suppressor 
have mm. a surge protector if you cannot have the central one some of the extension box we buy if you buy original extension box some come with surge suppressor then also if the voltage in your environment is not good some people feed that direct voltage to their tvs they say the mm. tv nowadays yeah so i have i have a central stabilizer that will that would cater for all the major appliances that you are using. It is very important. Now, for those of you complaining about screen, if a screen is not showing, if a screen is showing wavy, does not mean the screen is broken or bad. Mm. It could, yeah, it could be the video display units. Uh, we call it the video display board or the display board. Some people call it whatever they want to call it. In the olden days, TV, we'll call it, um, that's... Uh, there's this section that is controlling the video units. I've forgotten. It has a particular IC of its own. So, take it to a competent person. If now Samsung you buy, carry and go Samsung office. Now LG you buy, carry and go LG office. Because sometimes, the roadside electricians, they complicate issues. Especially if you carry and go the ones where you know Sabi. Yeah. You understand? If you go there with screen problem, they come back. They come back, you know, on again, Seth. You know, on. <laughs> <laughs> No, when I was repairing TVs then, those days, when you bring your TV, if light no they will go on Oga, see the condition of your TV now. So you take bring her, you know on. <laughs> so if paraventure we try our best, you know come on later, you can't come. Maybe you bring her, you know on. You know on now. You want more pull white screen for the face, you know on. So, <laughs> see, I, I, I learned a lot, eh? I learned a lot. Yeah, future technology is the way forwards. And those guys repairing phones, sooner or later, if you don't move into hardware manufacture or software manufacture, you'll be out of business. Because these days, if you buy some phones, now only the company where you buy them, Nike fix them. Yeah. Even spare parts, they, now only the company where you buy them, Nike get the spare parts. parts. Mm. So, yeah. what is the future of those repairing phones Stuff, and repairing TVs? So you have to upgrade. You have to upgrade. If possible, learn Arduino, learn Raspberry Pi, learn uh, creation of circuits and all of that. Go into um, maybe using C to program microprocessors, microcontrollers. Do something that will just upgrade you in this tech industry. It is very important. My name is Sirman Femi Greater Heights, and I am the tech resource person for Empire Radio. I'm the lead community head for Talk Tech. Try as much as possible to join our Facebook group. Anything new, we drop it there. Talk Tech Nigeria. Search and join. Over 11,000. We are always there to respond to your questions. So keep your fingers crossed. Anything new in Akure, anything new. If I know about it, I'm going to tell you guys so you guys can benefit. My name is Remains Femi Greater Heights. I'm not out like Scouts. I'll be back. Thank you.